0: Reporting live from the Mouse-Minded Studios inside Spaceship Earth, it is the Mouse-Minded Podcast. The news is in! Disney suggests a series of annual past blackouts could occur to coincide with the opening of its upcoming attractions. Stitch may be escaping Magic Kingdom for good. And could it be... That a live-action Lion King movie is coming from the same team behind this year's The Jungle Book? All that, and that, on this week's episode of... The, the Most Mouse-Minded Minded Podcast! Hello, Noah. How do you do today? I am doing good. Uh, how are you? I'm fantastic. Um, I'm Nicholas Jansen, if you didn't know. I'm Noah Jansen, if you didn't know. And here we are back again with another... Epic episode of the Mouse Minded podcast, our third in a row. Uh, let's see how long we can. How this. long we can? You know what, Noah? I just wanted to power f- through a couple quick news stories and get your thoughts on them. All right, let's do this. Now, first off, what do you think of Dole Whip being allowed in the tiki room, as well as all food and drinks in the Magic Kingdom? Well, sounds like a.
1: Sounds like a mess. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of poor custodians
0: who, uh, who have to go in and clean it up. I don't understand, why would they do that? Uh, I don't understand, just, why would you let food like, and drink in? It just seems like it encourages poor behavior in other parts of the park.
1: Yeah, like, garbage. Let's start off with like, have you ever been, you, we've been to movie theaters obviously and people just leave their garbage in the seats yes they're the worst type of people absolutely but that's that's what's going to happen to the tiki room it's bad
0: enough you see water bottles in rides like on rides that yeah. get left behind but now you're going to get dull whip cups people are going to spill they're going to throw oh, them at the animatronics at a fury oh and rage.
1: man because they're just so fed up of hearing the same songs
0: exactly so, what are like your the thoughts The children on that?
1: love the tiki room, but the dad gets angry. The dad just throws
0: his dole whip at Jose. He drops a flask in it. He gets <laughs> a little too buzzed. I'm not talking about Space Ranger spin. Uh, Our next story the Royal Flush bathrooms are open in Disney's Hollywood studios. Thoughts on that?
1: Uh, they're not themed. Which is very disappointing. I thought the inside was gonna, the inside of the bathrooms were going to be themed, like you know the tangled ones. Right? They gave the outside enough
0: nice theme with Gonzo's Royal Flush. It looks promising. You got Pizza Rizzo right next door, opening any month now. Hopefully the bathrooms in there are themed. I'm a big. Uh, I'm very pro
1: bathroom theming.
0: I am also very pro bathroom theming. The tangled bathrooms, anyone? really uh, raising the bar for all bathroom themes. Uh, Star Wars Land, I'm looking at you. Better have some nice themed bathrooms. Better have some nice bathrooms because we're not playing around anymore. As well, what are your thoughts on the potential offer that Disney will be putting in to buy Twitter? Why? What is their purpose for this? Besides trying to take over the world and control media.
1: does, Does Twitter make money? Or is it like a YouTube
0: thing where it like it's is something called, like bleaching. they sell ads? They have they have the promoted tweets as you go down. Oh, I guess. Um, I just really don't understand. They bought Maker Studios, the YouTube network, a couple years ago for yeah. like almost a billion dollars. And and they they, they, they have already acquired Marvel, Lucasfilm, Pixar. Those are like those major make entertainment sense. branches. Those, like make for, like, more sense of for Disney's. In- so Twitter would have to be at least a couple billion in worth. If Maker Studios alone was like 900 million, Twitter is a huge one of the biggest social networks on the web. Why would Disney want to do that besides trying to, to control sell the media their products, control the media narrative. You know, it's just another way that Disney is trying to take control of the world. They're trying to ruin lives. I really don't appreciate it.
1: Disney is going to employ censorship on Twitter. It is going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. Everyone's going to leave. Everyone's going to leave. There will no dirty Twitter. The, the stone has been cast. We need to find. We need to all go to Fortune.
0: <laughs> this is also a perfect time to plug our Twitter at MouseMinded. <laughs> Follow us there, please. Won't be there for long, though, because they'll try to censor us. You can be our 10th follower. And finally, um, a terrible story coming out of Disney World on Friday, September 23rd. A small fire was reported in the Magic Kingdom's uh, Splash Mountain. Reportedly, no one was hurt, nothing was damaged, and the ride is back open. What are your thoughts on this horrific event?
1: Well, I'm glad no one was hurt. I'm glad... No damage was sustained to the ride. Uh, this better not happen again. Yeah, because I love on this. I love
0: Splash Mountain. Contain this. This oh. is the best ride you have. Make it fireproof somehow. I don't want to see an attraction go, and definitely not an attraction that I love so dearly. I feel like if
1: they're, they are like, like, let's I burn like down Mission Mountain. Space or something. Please, oh, that's not a that's not a call to action. Anyone. No, no, no.
0: like Horizons the sinkhole or whatever yeah God just wanted it gone <laughs> like nope and then it just and didn't then, stand a chance yeah. could Mission Space maybe more. that's just a cursed patch of land yeah that they should just let it go and now I guess is the perfect time to move into the main event that the main story of this segment, uh, Disney considering annual pass blackout dates after new attractions open. This is coming from our favorite website, Walt Disney World News Today. Disney released a new survey asking fans if they would buy a regular park admission to visit while the pass was blocked out. If they would upgrade to a pass type that wasn't blocked out during those dates, or if they would wait until they're no longer blocked out to visit, and you could strongly disagree, somewhat disagree, neither agree nor disagree, somewhat agree, or strongly agree. Do you so strongly disagree, somewhat disagree, neither agree or disagree? What? Okay. Say you say you're in Orlando, local. Okay. You go to Disney World maybe two or three times a month, whether that's Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood ah. Studios, whatever. You visit there. I go every other day. Or you go every other day, and you're super excited for Star Wars Land to open up in Hollywood Studios. I'm very excited whenever, to ride all
1: those simulators.
0: Whenever that will be, okay? So then you go up to the you go up to the gate. All right, I'm visualizing this right now. You go up to the gate. You go to put your Magic Band up against the thing. And a big old red X pops up and says, "But th- it goes s- blue." It, oh, it goes blue. It goes I guess blue. Red's red. too negative. Red is too negative. It goes blue, and it goes, and everyone stares at you. The uh, the the park attendant, a, a a middle-aged woman named Judy, smacks you in the face, <laughs> says, "Don't you know? You are blacked out for the next." two weeks or however long they want to put this blackout period oh about two months after a new attraction opens for the first time so say you're, you're blocked she says don't you know you're blocked for two months well, Say it. Op- say it opens in May cause that's like Star Wars okay. month May whatever 2018 2019 come back in July what do you do You know what
1: I say? First of all, I submit a complaint uh, about Judy, because clearly she's violent. Clearly she doesn't uphold the standards. Get her her fired, maybe sue her. After that, uh, I'd be pretty upset. Uh, I, I think two months is extremely excessive, especially when you have people paying quite a lot of money for these passes
0: when you think of the last major Disneyland to open which was Cars Land in uh, Disney's California Adventure like the last major land open, that was very busy for a lot of the time and I'm not sure if there was a blackout period there but I think it's simply just to control crowds because it's 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 enough that the people who come from around the world arrive say we arrived and we wanted to ride whatever the star wars like big e-ticket of the of the land is i assume they'll all be somewhat e-ticket but we arrived there and we want to get on in a reasonable amount of time right so i understand that because if you're only there for a couple days per park or a day per park even you want to get on the new stuff and you don't want locals who can come back whenever they want to Uh, Crowding up queue lines, but just to wrap this up semi quickly because we don't need to spend a ton of time on this I just wanted to bring it up because it's interesting. What would you do in this situation? Would you upgrade your pass? Because the whole land will be completely crowded. They want to have an experience, right? They want to have a contained experience. They want live actors going around. They don't want everything crammed up. They want freaking drone battles up in the sky.
1: They want lightsaber battles,
0: like real lightsaber battles, not just those toys that they
1: have at the Jedi
0: training. They they want droids walking around. They don't want... Seven thousand people crammed in a one one little corner. I of mean, the park.
1: that's an inevitability, though. It's gonna happen. Yeah, like especially during Christmas. But they don't
0: want filthy locals, okay? So that's the moral of the story. If you're a local, <laughs> Disney hates you. Maybe you get better treatment if, if over at you... Disneyland, <laughs> Disney World. They don't give a damn. They're running the a Disney worldwide Corporation operation. Does not like Floridians. Exactly. They moved there. They've basically created the tourism economy there.
1: And kind of destroyed it a bit.
0: They don't care about you, okay? They care about us, the visitor. So with that, let's
1: talk about something else.
0: Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Stitch is going far away. Good riddance 626, you can suck a Disney show. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Stitch's Great Escape, a staple of Tomorrowland. A a, a, a great, great attraction. No one's favorite thing will be moving to a seasonal operation schedule, um, presumably to basically closed. Basically, it's it's a death sentence, if you don't know. Now, the ride will be closing on October 2nd. It will no longer be open on a daily basis. So as soon as next week, this is happening, okay? There's no stopping it. And it will open during busy periods, um, two busy periods in particular, between November 19th and the 26th as well as through December 17th and January 2nd. So right through Christmas, New Year's, all those busy, that really busy couple weeks uh, towards the end of the year. Um, and then it will not be open after that for the foreseeable future. That's so. That's all the dates we have. So here's so, open. Do you, what do you think of this? We went on this... Um, just a couple months ago and we went there and it might have, who knew it might have been our last time on that as well I really hope it was because um, oh, the thing yeah. is with Stitch's Great Escape it's not good theres it's not good at all there's two theaters I'm pretty sure only one really gets you, or maybe two uses because one goes in and then the next goes in the, the pre-show yeah. anyway, either way, when we walked in the theater was at least half empty that's a huge. Also, the wait is never more than ten minutes, unless there is a thunderstorm or something, and everyone's just rushing into a building. Yeah. Okay. So that is not. Good. You only you only after I have to wait for one show. to Second end. of all, the ride is not scary. It's not funny. It's. It's not enjoy or it's not even a ride. The restraints it's, are the restraints are really bad. The it restraints so are awkward. stupid. Most of the time, they bounce up and down on your shoulder. They, they don't even touch your shoulder all the way, so then they stop, they go up, you don't even feel the effect. Yeah. The, the burp smell smells really good, actually. Yeah. That's a it's... highlight of the ride, the chili <laughs> that ch- cheese burp or whatever. It's not supposed that to smell good. It's not supposed so to smell So you failed good. there, too, I also, Disney. I also like the, the skunk smell on Figment, so I'm yeah, a sick I, man. I, uh... It's just comforting smells. <laughs> um, regardless... In the past, seasonal operations have led to permanent closures in almost all cases. Noah, let's go through the history of seasonal operations now in a segment we like to call the history of dot 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 seasonal Seasonal operations. operations. Now, what can you tell us about seasonal operations? Well,
1: seasonal operations basically mean hey, yeah, this is closing. This is definitely closing. We're just letting you down. Just letting you down easy. Uh, one uh, famous example of seasonal operation leading to closing and is uh, Wonders of Life. We all know how that turned out, where it's not used for anything anymore. It is it's just, just a, a building. tomb
0: of graveyard. Or it is a tomb of attractions that you can
1: sometimes walk into when there's flower and garden or food and wine, and they have something in there. So
0: let me get this straight: they had closed it years and years back. Now I don't even remember the last time I was ever in there.
1: I think it was last
0: used as wonders of life in early 2007 okay because we didn't go on it anywhere near there it, we went on it way play. when we were little inside the building we yeah. didn't even do body wars or probably like 2003 We didn't even do any of the actual attractions no, inside the building i don't
1: at least i don't remember we anything. would just play with the stuff we'd play with like the stuff outside yeah. i remember the house that you'd go in i remembered like the goofy about disney doesn't want
0: you to remember that okay I'm sorry. That's why they leave it there just so you wonder wonder about life and <laughs> what it all means If a uh, building could just stay there. So it would only open in busy times of year. Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, yes, usually in the in the uh, holiday season When
0: lines would be particularly Wait. long just shut yes. everyone in that building. Now. Um, what is the other famous seasonal? Operations uh, that uh, maybe didn't end in such a negative
1: manner. oh i see which one you want me to talk about walt disney's carousel of progress went seasonal for a couple years before coming back and to full operation and just still being
0: here to this, Ever, to this day i love that i love that it doesn't always lead to disaster but in this case, most it most, most definitely will, will lead, lead to, to disaster.
1: disaster because nobody likes stitch's great escape stitch's great escape doesn't have history it's nobody's favorite attraction it was no one
0: thrown out following the release of lilo and
1: stitch, stitch as, really as well as there. as well as uh TPing the castle which is just sad.
0: In fact, I believe it was actually I don't know where I ever where I ever read read this, but I believe it was voted one of the worst attractions at Walt Disney World. I don't know if that's true. I might just be pulling that out of thin air, but <laughs> well, I believe it is. it was voted it's in wonderful. like the bottom tier of attractions at Walt Disney World. It is not particularly well-liked. Along with Circle of Life and Environmental Fable, no doubt. Now, that is a classic, and that will lead into <laughs> our next segment quite nicely. Because maybe that will get an update with new animation. <laughs> <laughs> with very new the, animation. In the coming years. but Cutting edge, even. But quickly, just to wrap up on Stitch's Great Escape... Now, a, f- a few moments of silence for a fallen friend. If you're going out to the, if you're going out to the Magic Kingdom, you're going out. If you're going out to the Magic Kingdom in the next week, be sure to stop by, well, say goodbye to Stitch.
1: You, you really don't have to he laugh at his grave.
0: <laughs> and uh, the rumor is that it will be replaced with a Wreck-It Ralph uh, VR attraction, according to the good folks at Walt Disney World News. Today, but that is for another segment of Rumorland. <laughs> Sometime in the future, maybe we're we not.
1: Can, I have a lot of things to say about we that. We're not getting into it The this logistics
0: week. of it, but I'm down for a Wreck-It Ralph attraction instead of that. I'm down for a Big Hero Six attraction instead of that. I'm pretty much down for any whatever they could give other us attraction if they brought back the uh, Alien Encounter for like one week not one week but like one week uh, and they brought it back for,
1: they put all the work of putting it back together few, for weeks, one week
0: only like going back to like the original attraction just really quickly while they were still trying to figure out what to do or develop whatever technology they want i would love that because i've always wanted to do the extra terrestrial alien encounter because if it's not scary what's the point it's just annoying stitch <laughs> sucks he's just an annoying character it's a stupid ride. Nobody. It's, honestly, okay, go. On, side note. I know this is taking way too long to talk about, but just a, a medium sized rant on Stitch's Great Escape. Oh game. boy, all right. You see the animatronic for like two seconds where we sat, he didn't even face 90% of the time. He was facing the other direction. And about half, over half the attraction is in complete darkness, so you don't even see the animatronic. It's so cheap, it's so lazy. Yet, I don't even think they believe it's worth keeping it open for the amount of crowds it has. I think Disney is taking more of an economic approach going forward with rides that don't meet demands. Because now, Splash Mountain doesn't open for extra magic hours. I mean, that's complete horseradish.
1: It's one of, it's one of two attractions, At least when we were there, it was one of two attractions that wasn't open for extra magic hours. The other one, I think, was Tiki Room. It's
0: absolutely insane.
1: The Hall of Presidents was open for extra magic hours. The Hall of Presidents.
0: Anyway, regardless, goodbye, Stitch. Get out of here. Nobody likes you.
1: Take Laugh Floor with you, too. I don't like that either. Take Laugh Floor
0: with you, too. Let's get Wreck-It Ralph and Big Hero 6 in those two quadrants. You know what? Get Buzz Lightyear out of there, too. It's completely outdated. Yeah, let's, re- let's put that whole stretch of building into a Big else. Hero 6 roller coaster. Okay. Not that, a roller yeah, coaster that's, all, like, that's all one building. But, like, dark ride ish thing. Dark ride. Okay. Yeah. I dark, can... Like, fast dark ride. Fast with dark With some screens and some animatronics. Okay. Flying around all San right. Francisco with okay. Baymax and all, all right. the gang. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. Let's move on to the final segment of the show. Or is it? Coming Attractions Welcome to a new segment called Coming Attractions where we talk about Disney at the movies Noah What the heck's going on with this, ju- with this jungle book bringing on Lion King nonsense with our buddy Johnny Favs Look,
1: look man, look Lion King doesn't need to be remade because it's the best Disney film ever. Wrong, sir. I know. Wrong. <laughs> I know. I don't think that. But a lot of people do for now, some reason. The,
0: the internet has erupted as the garbage fire it is for a long time now. And everyone is crying out because the news just happened today. This is coming out on Friday, but we're recording it on Wednesday. John Favreau tweeted out, who's excited for my next project? Lion emoji, crown emoji. Now this could be taken many ways. That Everyone's could mean just run something completely different. That could be something. He could weird be remaking
1: stuff. Bambi. Like that. Maybe he's he maybe he's remaking Kimba the White Lion. He
0: could be yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which which it could is have what, nothing to do with Disney. Which he's, is one of Exactly. He's speaking in code. Everyone's just running with the narrative that this means the jungle or Oh my god, it means the jungle, jungle Book. But this he's means making a Jungle, jungle Book 2. Well, he is also attached to a sequel for the Jungle Book, so now I don't know if he'll direct both or if he'll produce Jungle Book 2. Will he
1: just spend all his time making talking animal movies for the rest of his I career? I know, and never make that Magic Absolutely. Kingdom film.
0: Well, if he keeps making nearly a billion dollars for Disney, Walt Disney Pictures, he will get to direct whatever he wants, which, hello, Magic Kingdom the long gestating film that he was supposed to direct back in like 2011. Yeah. He was supposed to do that after Iron Man 2.
1: It it took it took that 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 uh that's been
0: talked about almost as long as the Guillermo del Toro Haunted Mansion movie, both of which I don't think will ever come out, but both of which should absolutely come out before Alice Through the Looking Glass. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me, Disney? Magic Kingdom will be like a two-hour commercial for your parks. The ABC sitcom uh, goes to Disney World episode. Yeah, on a big screen, $150 million movie scale. and With Jon Favreau, he's a visual maestro, as we've seen with The Jungle Book, which I still maintain is one of the best films. Walt Disney Pictures has ever released. It's also one of the best films of the year. It's one of the best films of all time. It's one of the best films of all time, okay? As far as talking animal movies go, it's the best film I've ever seen of talking animals in it. It's fantastic. I don't know. I'm going to argue for Babe 2, pick in the City. I've never seen it, but... Not to discredit the genius that is George Miller. But, this news has me very excited. Can you imagine a newly arranged Elton John, Tim Rice arrangement of the classic... Uh, circle of life. I can imagine... Can you imagine a brand new Hans Zimmer-ified score of The Lion King matched with this beautiful photo reel CGI? I can imagine the actors kind of
1: talk-singing, half-assing the songs because they don't want to do 100%. full percent
0: Until the end credits where they play all the songs. Absolutely. And this has many more songs that I think they'll take advantage of. I think this could be like a full-on movie musical epic this could not only make a billion dollars this could uh sell soundtracks i mean the lion king has never not been relevant but it could reinvigorate interest in the park we could in the parks we could get that lion king land that i've been pushing for for years now which i will talk about on a later podcast i think there why is there not a lion king land in magic king in in animal kingdom magic
1: kingdom i can tell you why it's not in magic kingdom that
0: show failed (laughs) in fantasyland fantasyland um anyway it's one of the most popular uh, disney animated movies say what you will about if it's the best necessarily we both have semi-strong tough opinions on it um i i really like it yeah i like it's it. it's like frozen it's reached a level of oversaturation i still appreciate that frozen is very very good but i don't love watching it it's the same with the lion king like i i really think it's a very good animated movie I don't love watching it as, me- as much as other Disney movies, even from the Disney Renaissance. Let's get a Bambi remake. Let's get a live-action Bambi. Let's get a live-action...
1: Let's, let's, trauma, let's traumatize more children
0: with the shooting of Bambi's mother, but with blood. With bl- let's see it. I mean, it's the 21st century. Let's see it. It's, it it's also, it be, This raises the question of... What is live action anymore? Because this is We're not. We're talking be a live about live
1: action. action, but there's no human characters in The Lion King, so it's just all going to
0: be CG. So yeah. technically, this is an animated As film. As we mentioned, yeah, this is just a complete CGI animated version. Would
1: would this be nominated for Best Animated Feature
0: That's at a the good, That's a good question. Could The Jungle Book be nominated for Best Animated Feature? Because the only. Actor was Neil Setty, and most of it is CGI, so even that is basically animated. A lot of people are saying live action Lion King, King. but it's not really live action. Like, when you say live action um, Scooby Doo, we understand that that is mostly (laughs) live action (laughs) with with Scooby Doo looking horrible, or the Smurfs, or whatever you want to call it. Like, it's just A Human world interacting with these cartoon characters, but this is a completely CGI world that will be totally created in a computer Characters that will be created in a computer music that will probably be created in a computer We're gonna just add a bunch of synths There's gonna be a lot of like synths. synths So overall at the end of the day, I gotta say I'm okay with this people need to relax I know the whole the whole thing right now is You know remakes are not the way to go but if they're done well i don't care cinderella last year's cinderella was better than the animated cinderella uh the jungle book this year was better than the animated jungle book i'm sorry am i wrong for having this opinion i'm very excited for um next year's beauty and the beast yes i liked beauty and the beast the original a lot more than i liked either jungle book or cinderella they're fairly weak as I, far as story and character, I like go. The
1: Lion King more than
0: Cinderella or Jungle Book yes, 2. they're so. they're iconic. They have memorable songs, great character designs, and 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 whatnot. But as far as story and characters, the live action movies, well, you know, expanded upon them yeah. greatly. So, Cinderella is a fairy tale in exactly. very bare bones. If the same could happen to The Lion King, I'm all for it. I would see it five times in the theater. It, it'll probably be great. No one expected the Jungle Book to be as good as it was. It It's in the 90s on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics love it. It's hailed as one of the best movies of the year. It's even in Oscar circle buzzes for like best picture, best director nominations. I mean, this thing's going to be huge. If the same could be done for The Lion King, I have all faith in, in John Favreau. I almost said oh. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Keep oh. him away from this thing. <laughs> all I got to say is, Bring back James
1: Earl Jones. Bring back Jeremy Irons. And bring back Whoopi.
0: And Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Don't forget. Thomas. Let's give him some work. He can Come now, on. He bring can now back play, KTT. He can now play adult Simba. <laughs> and get someone from the Disney Channel to play young Simba. Alright, with that, we must move on. We must conclude the show. Yes. Uh, I've been Nicholas Jansen. I've been Noah Jansen. I'm him sometimes. Where can they reach us, Noah Jansen?
1: Well, you can find us on Twitter at MouseMinded.
0: You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, please do. And leave a little rating and a review give us five stars give us four stars let us
1: know you're out there and we're not talking to no one even though we are sometimes it seems like we're screaming in an empty room <laughs> which i guess we are because well we're just
0: in our basement <laughs> we're, we're the at only no ones one. here in the oh i mean not our basement the Mouse-Minded studios inside spaceship Earth. oh drop it to be precise um yes yeah, so please follow us on itunes i'm still going to get the youtube up We'll put, like, small segments of the podcast onto YouTube for people who want a little taste, and then the real fans can head to iTunes. The The real fans. The The ones ones
1: on YouTube, they won't be real. They'll be fake fans. They won't even be able
0: to name three of our albums. All right. Uh, You can also find me on Twitter at Nicholas underscore Jansen. Noah's on Instagram. At Noah Jansen. And uh, that will be all for today, folks. What Disney live-action film would you like to see in the future? Let us know on the Twitsters, um, because I'm genuinely curious. I think we could get live-action anime movies, live-action movies of every Disney movie, including the Black Cauldron. Please. Oh, please. please! Oh, that's a great idea. Please, let's give that movie its due. Let's give it the audience. The Black, it Black Cauldron. Let's let's uh, let's, let's make get the Black Cauldron. A, let's. We'll call up Disney. We'll give them a treatment. We'll say we run a highly successful uh, Disney podcast.
1: They'll, they'll, they're bound to listen to us. Give us the keys until, to until a franchise. They, we got the treatment check. for a
0: trilogy. Yeah.
1: Until until they check and realize that be, nobody listens. Exactly.
0: All right. With, without further ado, thank you very much for listening once again. Another new episode is coming up we got some exciting new episodes to announce in the future to get hyped for we're planning out a bit are planning of out an epic two-part event that well, you won't want to miss But well, we will discuss that soon also we want to get an exciting episode over halloween uh we'll be announcing that in the next show as well and yes a two-part expose that will be coming in november all those exciting things and more coming up so stick with us on the mouse minded podcast remember everyone don't drink the splash mountain water And have a magical day. I almost forgot
1: what the sign-off
0: was. (laughs) Say it like you mean it.